0: Welcome to the Weave Your Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer and business coach, helping you to live in your purpose. And that is what this podcast is all about. So let's jump right in to the conversation. Welcome to this episode of Weave Your Bliss. I'm Paula Crossfield, your host. So happy you're here. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about living in your zone of genius and giving your gifts, stepping into your gifts. These are phrases that I talk about a lot. And so I wanted to break them down and also talk about what the chart, the birth chart can tell us that allows us to see more clearly into our zone of genius or our gifts. So before I jump in, I want to tell you about a few things that I am really excited about. First of all, I just announced in my newsletter last week that I will be producing some really intentional content in that space that's going to be exclusive to newsletter subscribers. I'm going to be sending out what I'm calling resonance love letters every Friday that will contain business strategy, astrology, thoughts and information. And if you were part of the Patreon, there'll be a flavor of that here, but it's totally free. And sometimes it will be stories. And of course, I'll always be sharing how you can work with me and other opportunities that I think you'll enjoy. So do go to my website and make sure you're signed up for my newsletter. Secondly, I have a really exciting opportunity to learn with me coming up on the 29th through the 31st. It's a three-day workshop with me on how to magnetize your ideal clients. So I'm going to be giving some tips on the inner and outer work, including you know very specific tips on lead generation on how to bring people into your orbit who are ready to prioritize saying yes to you. So if that's exciting, there'll be a link in the show notes. And for podcast listeners only, I'm offering a $25 off coupon using the code podcast. So go ahead and use the code podcast, all caps, P O D C A S T, and get $25 off just from being a listener to the podcast and join me for this masterclass. All the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds are going to be going to Sovereign Bodies Institute, which supports indigenous survivors of sexual violence. So if you would like to take part, just go to the show notes and make sure you are signed up and join us by the 29th. Last but not least, the doors are open for the next round of Your Magnetic Blueprint, my signature program for spiritual entrepreneurs that supports you to create a strong foundation for your business. So this is an accelerator program and you can choose from two ways to join either by getting access to all the course materials and live Q and A's with me over the two months where you can get answers to all your questions, or you can upgrade and get one-on-one support, meaning my eyes on your social media and your sales pages and your website. We can do a dialing in of a lot of that messaging language and how you're showing up and your visibility questions, your client dynamics questions. It's like having me as a coach for two months. So this program really helps you to get out of the stories, keeping you stuck at your current income. It helps you take practical action and plan for your success no matter what stage you're at in business. So you can book a call at the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram and we'll connect and see if you're a good fit. Awesome. So I am really excited about this topic. It's something that I think about a lot. Before we even start, I want to say we all have unique gifts to share. So if you're sitting there wondering like, maybe I don't even have gifts. That's totally not true. It may or may not be in the context of work or how you earn money. So I want to make that clear as well. It doesn't mean that your zone of genius is necessarily your work. Oftentimes we identify a zone of genius and that becomes a portal for us to build wealth and for us to grow our influence. And sometimes the way that we give our gifts It makes us available to receive money in other ways because we're living a magnetic life. So this is kind of a hint into what some of the things are that we're going to talk about in that workshop. But our gifts are part of the reason that we're here, our dharma. So you probably heard that term before. The dharma is the divine purpose for which we've come into this life to fulfill And oftentimes there's karma that needs to be unknotted around that thing so that we can step fully into it. It's just the way that it is, you know, and I always talk about how business activates things for us and and causes us to really step into sometimes a storm of karmas that come through in the moment that we've made the decision that we're going to work for ourselves or we're going to start a new project or make our project our main source of income there will be tests. Those tests are our karmas unraveling. As much as we can be grateful in those moments when the tests come because they're like a purification, it's very hard to do in the moment it's happening. It's very hard to stay focused on that. But we are constantly in a discovery process and we're refining and refining and refining as we step into our gifts. So initially our gifts may feel like, oh, I want to study Ayurveda. I'm obsessed with health, you know, and then as we go, it gets more and more refined. And this is kind of a niching process, which we talk a lot about in Your Magnetic Blueprint. The niching process is interesting because essentially we are the niche. We are each unique. So even if two people are doing on paper the same thing, as their expression of their gifts, like maybe two people are working with fertility and Ayurveda, they're actually not competing with each other because they have a unique spin. They have a unique personality. They have a unique flavor that they bring to that project, to that work that attracts different people to them. They are in a different stage of it. They are expressing it in a different way. And different people are going to be attracted to each of their work. So there's actually no such thing as competition. This is the beautiful realization that comes when you fully step into your gifts, when you're not trying to be like someone else. That happens a lot when we're starting a business. We look at other people and we go, oh, what they're doing seems to be working. I'm going to try that. And this is a mistake because when we do something like someone else, we're not being ourselves. And this is really, really important. Sometimes it's hard to know what feels authentically us. And we have to take a big step back and rest in ourselves and come back to ourselves, come back to our body and start to listen to our intuition again and let that lead us. And I have other podcasts on intuition, which you can listen to and how I use this in my business, but it's really important that we try as best we can to express our unique flavor of what we're doing and not everything that works for other people is going to work for us. And for that matter, we actually don't know what somebody's numbers are. Even if they're reporting them, they may be talking about it in a different way, or we may be misunderstanding their numbers. So we don't know if something is actually working for them. Maybe they were using a strategy previously, and then they changed to a new strategy that you're seeing now, but the previous strategy actually was working for them. So these are really important things to consider. And drop the comparison and really own that we have our own magic and that magic will lead us to the kind of earning that we want to be doing. So now I want to give some examples how this looks in a chart. So as a Vedic astrologer, Jyotishi, when I'm sitting with somebody and kind of working with them on kind of teasing out what their zone of genius is, there's often clues. And, and one of the big things in, in Jyotish and Vedic astrology is confluence. When we see several things that say similar things kind of overlapping. So when we see like three, four, five indications in a chart of the same kind of pattern, this is really important and worth taking note. So for example, I'm just going to give some ways of thinking about this. So if somebody has a combination that's called Sutta Yoga, and that's Venus, Jupiter, and Mercury in good houses... And nicely, hopefully, you know, nicely placed, meaning strong or not afflicted by Saturn or something like that. This is a great combination for creativity. The goddess Saraswati is the goddess of wisdom, creativity, music, traditions. And so that person will be able to easily express those things when they have a nice combination like this. So when you see that as a Jyotishi, you say, okay, whatever you're doing, whatever work you're doing, It's got to be through the lens of creativity. It most likely has to do with the arts or music. So having having a combination may be a clue to show that that's the case. If you are an entrepreneur and you have a lot of the energy of the nodes in your chart, like the nodes are affecting your ruling planet or affecting your Mars and your sun, which are great planets for entrepreneurship, if they are in your tenth house and your fourth house or across the one-seven axis, you know, there are different ways of looking at it. That may mean that you're an innovator. Now, these combinations, the nodes are very disturbing. They're disturbing for the mind. They're disturbing because there's projection onto you and you're projecting on to other things that they're going to bring you happiness. Like there can be a lot that needs to be digested, but in its highest form, the nodes are. Innovators, they bring in new energy. They disrupt what's there. Like, if you think about like Elon Musk, this is somebody who comes to mind. We actually, our batteries on our solar panels are Tesla. So now we have these like Tesla, giant Tesla battery in our basement. So I'm thinking about Elon Musk and how, you know, innovative he is. Like, take him or leave him. He's kind of crazy in a lot of ways. He's very much the nodes, you know, when I think about him. But he's an innovator. He's really disrupted several industries. So that is how the nodes can play out. And when they're well digested, you can bring in new insight into the world that people haven't even thought of from that angle. And this can be quite disturbing for people initially, but as it gets digested, it's very powerful and it shifts the paradigm. Mm -hmm. I am thrilled to share with you an opportunity to get a hold of my handpicked lay low dates for 2022, as well as success dates to help you with launches, with signing contracts, with making big decisions in your business. If you would like that, it's called the 2022 Astrology Guidebook, and it's at my website, weaveyourbliss.com. You'll see it right at the top in the red bar. So get a hold of it. It's $33 and 100% of profits go to an indigenous-led environmental organization. So I hope that's a huge help for you. Also, there's a link where you can drop it directly into your Google calendar, meaning it's all there for you. You don't have to do anything and you can plan around those dates. So I hope that's helpful to you. So for example, if Saturn has a big place in your chart, like if Saturn's in the 10th, if it's aspecting your 10th Lord, if it's in the first house, there may be a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. You may be creating systems. You may be working. I mean, there's certain combinations that I'm not referring to here, but you may be a person who would be in politics, for example, because that's sort of a bittersweet. It's like you get a little bit of fame and recognition, but you also have a lot of work and a lot of people who are upset with you all the time. So... Saturn has this quality of like bitterness. It's not quite what you want. So usually it has the indication of like feeling more comfortable working for somebody else initially, because as an entrepreneur, you have to face so many obstacles and work through them and untie those karmic knots so that you really can step into your gifts. Wherever Saturn is in the chart, whatever he's affecting, there are karmic knots to untie. That's just the name of the game with Saturn. So these are just some examples of what that can look like. You know, when I work with my clients over time, things just continue to reveal themselves and the layers are pulled off and we can start to see a full picture. It's a really beautiful unfolding. With my folks in Your Magnetic Blueprint, I keep it a really small group so that I can actually look at everyone's chart. And so as you're asking Q&As to me in the live Q&As, we can talk about some specifics of your chart and how that plays in. It's really important to me that I'm really dialing in things and helping people because I know how powerful this stuff is. So my blessing for you in this moment, taking a deep breath, is that you're able to get into a quiet space with yourself, allowing your intuition to really lead you more and more into your zone of genius. And my wish is that every person listening to this podcast is able to fully step into their zone of genius, into their gifts, do their dharma, and touch the lives of literally thousands of people whose hearts will be opened by you doing that and them then thinking to themselves, I can do that. The ripple effect is massive. So that is my blessing for all of you as we close here, that you're going to be able to fully step into your gifts, fully realize what it is to, to feel that feeling when you wake up in the morning and you're excited to be doing what you're doing because you feel alive, because you're ready to fully embrace what comes because you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So I'm sending you guys a lot of love. Thanks for listening this week. We will be back next week. Check out the show notes if you want any information about the things I was sharing and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for us. I want to thank the team at Team Podcast who helped get this podcast out to you. And also to thank the musicians who were the creators of this beautiful music we're listening to now. It comes from an album, Fragments of a Season, by Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Desma. So check it out wherever you get your music. Have a wonderful day and we will connect soon on a future episode.